Welcome to the Elevate Media Podcast with your host, Chris Anderson. In this show, Chris and his guests will share their knowledge and experience on how to go from zero to successful entrepreneur. They have built their businesses from scratch and are now ready to give back to those who are just starting. Let's get ready to learn, grow, and elevate our businesses. And now your host, Chris Anderson. Welcome back to another recording of the Elevate Media Podcast. I'm Chris Anderson, your host. Uh, and t- today, excuse me if I can talk, today I brought on Michael Preston, who's going to share just a little bit about his journey uh, and how he's grown his business in the ad space. We're going to learn a little bit about how to be better at ads. If you're putting ads out or thinking about, you know, putting some money behind your stuff to get it out there to more people, we're going to get some information from Michael today. So Michael, welcome to the Elevate Media Podcast. Yeah, thanks for having me, Chris. Absolutely. So, you know, out of everything in business, right? Marketing, SEO, websites, you're in ads. Why is that? Why why did you choose the ad space? Yeah, I mean, I've I've done pretty much everything uh, in the marketing space. I mean, we do a lot of other services as well, but Mm. the ad side has kind of been what I've gravitated to over over the years. I think having more control over, um, you know, traffic sources and, you know, testing and different things like that uh, makes it a lot more interesting because a little bit more fast paced. So, you know, for example, like SEO or social media, you're kind of just like hoping that things turn into something and, you know, it takes time and all that. So the ad space is a little bit different. You're bringing in traffic immediately and, you know, you're seeing what people do. You're seeing what people are searching. You're seeing, you know, all of the all the things in real time. So it makes it more interesting. And, um, you know, you kind of have to make decisions quicker uh, as far as, you know, what direction to go with things and to fix things that aren't working and and all that. So, yeah, when you say get in that quicker, so that is interesting. So let's say you created an ad and I'm guessing we're, we're assuming that the person that's doing the ad knows who they're marketing to. So they have an understanding of, of their market. What do you mean by, you know, you might have to change it quickly or you might need to uh, be quick on on changes to that ad. Yeah. So, for instance, let's say Google advertising, you, you start running ads, and uh, you start noticing that searches similar to what you you know tried to put yourself out there for are coming up, but there's something completely different. Um, basically, you have to take those and put those as negative keywords. So, you could be having. Let's let's say for instance, like we have a uh, a client who does hard money loans, right? And we just recently launched for him a campaign, and uh, because we were, you know, doing a certain type of targeting that's related to um, like private loans and and loans in general, um, he started showing up for like payday loans and things like this. So if you get if you are in a space like that where the cost per click is a little bit higher than you know something that's in more of like an e commerce space then you, you can burn through a lot of money pretty quickly uh, if you're not paying attention. Additionally, there's things like with your website, uh, if, you, if you don't realize there's certain issues with the website and people are coming there and they're not able to do something, um, you know, th- things happen with people's sites. There's bugs and things that can happen mm-hmm. along the way. Um, so you just want to make sure that everything is functioning properly. And, you know, it's so there's a lot more to it. The, I mean, so I think Facebook ads, you know, meta, all that, it, it, Google sounds like there's a little bit more involvement, a little bit more levels to it than Facebook and social media ads. Is that true or is it just? 
Uh, you can see a little bit more of what people are doing. So okay. with Google, you can see search terms that are happening uh, in real time. So you could look at like what searches you showed up for today mm. versus on Meta, um, you know, like Instagram and, and uh, uh, Facebook, where you're pretty much just seeing like where you're targeting based off of interests and location and that sort of thing, but you're not as much able to see like how you came up. So gotcha. uh, it, it definitely gives you a little bit more transparency with all of that. So it, it's pretty interesting, but both sides are interesting, just different, different, uh, types of advertising. So. Yeah. So you couldn't use two of the same, like you couldn't use the same quote unquote post <laughs> on both platforms or could you, you just had to tweak some things for Google versus Facebook. You can for YouTube. So if you do, if you do like video okay. ads, you can do them on YouTube, part of Google's ad platform. Okay. But, um, but like search, Google search ads are probably one of the best out of all, depending on what you're okay. doing. Search yeah. ads, shopping ads, those are both really great. YouTube ads are, are great as well, but just different type. It's, it's more along the lines of advertising on like meta. So. Gotcha. So the search ads in Google, you're meaning like when you search something, it's like one of the top like sponsored. Is that correct? Or am I off on that? Exactly. Yeah. Okay. And then the shopping is at the very top when you're, when you're searching for products Yeah, I come up there at the top and it's got like the pictures and the, the price kind of like how Amazon has all of their products up there. So. Yeah. Okay. So is there, when people like, Obviously, this is why people pay people to do some of this because it can probably get pretty tricky with, like you said, the negative keywords of words you don't want to show up for and, um, you know, your pixel and, and everything like that. And you don't want to burn yeah. through money. So if someone is trying to go at this on their own, are there anything recommendations you would give them so they can maybe start out and not completely just burn through all their all their investment? Yeah. So I, I would say probably the number one would be to watch a lot of YouTube videos. Okay. I would say the first things to to learn about would be, um, you know, building a, a solid foundation with their website. So going going to YouTube and searching for website conversion optimization, that's, that's probably going to be number one, basically because that's, you know, making sure the foundation is good. If you have a website that doesn't have a clear um, conversion strategy to it, then it's not really going to have any kind of results happen, you know, you could have a beautiful website, but if there's no, if there's no system to bring them in and turn them into a customer, then, mm-hmm. you know, you're just going to be wasting money and, and traffic to the website. So yeah. that part is number one, which is going to be, you know, going through how the website should be laid out. So like where phone numbers and contact forms or quote forms or products, you know, and what those products should have on them with reviews and all these different types of things. Then from there, you would want to watch a video on how to create ads. So how to set those up, how to do your targeting, and then um, and then how to launch those as well. And then the other part that you would want to also go along with that is how to set up your tracking because you want to make sure the tracking is all set up. Um, if you don't have any tracking, then Google platform, the, uh, Google's platform is not going to know what's working and what's not. So they're not going to be able to show the right ads that uh, that are performing better than the others. So tracking is really important. And one of the, if you have like a local service-based business and you get phone calls and phone calls is your main lead source, then you want to have call tracking as well. So a program like CallRail is super important so that it can check where the phone numbers are coming from. 
Uh, so because so, you want to have conversions being tracked for phone calls as well as for lead forms or quote forms and then for sales also. So you want to have Google Merchant Center set up. So you probably want to watch a little video on that. But if you've got Shopify for an e-commerce store, um, it's pretty simple to, to set up Google Merchant Center. Gotcha. Um, beyond that, I, I would recommend watching videos on um, reviewing analytics and, mm-hmm. and reports and things. So we kind of understand what's working, what's not. And the main thing to look for is, you know, the return on your ad spend or ROAS. So okay. yeah. once you got all that info, you know, you can, you can run with some small ads, but um, you just want to make sure that you've got like daily budgets set that are not going to, you know, end up just burning through too much money. So yeah, with that, like what is a good starting budget? Like once you go through those steps, what would you say is a good kind of budget to start out with? Yeah, it really depends on the type of business and what the, you know, what the objective is. Um, You know, some people will will try to start running ads and think that they can throw a couple hundred dollars a month at it and it's going to do something. The the thing is you have to look at how much the cost per click is and, and then calculate out, you know, what kind of sales you should expect based off of the conversion rate on your website <clears throat> or average conversion rates. And then you'll understand better as to, you know, what you can expect from that. But I usually tell people minimally, even for like the smallest brand new business, you, you don't want to go really any less than like 500 to 1000 a month for the first couple of months just to get your feet wet and kind of get things rolling. Um, yeah. But if you're spending more than that, I wouldn't recommend doing it yourself anyways, because if you're going to be spending that much money, you want to make sure that you've got somebody that can review it professionally and make sure you're going in the right direction. Yeah. And what that was like, if someone was come to like an agency like yours, how did they usually set it up? Is it uh, they pay a certain amount and then you guys do the work or do you guys get a percentage of the the revenue that's brought in from the ads or how does that usually set up with a business like yours? Yeah. For, for ours, we do it based on uh, tiered pricing, based on how much mm-hmm. they're spending. Uh, every agency or every individual is different. Some people do it based on percentage. Some people do flat rate, you know, it, it all depends. We do it yeah. tiered so that it's better for the customer. Um, you know, our clients can, can do lower, lower budgets and, you know, not have to spend a, a super high, uh, rate. Um, so, so yeah, it's, it's based on how much they're spending per month. And then we charge to build out the ads and then we charge a monthly fee after that to, to manage them. So, mm-hmm. and that fee increases based on the ad spend, which is based on, you know, you're getting more clicks, there's more negative keywords to review, there's more searches to review, and there's more things that could go wrong as well. So it's, it's a lot more risk involved. So we have to really make sure that we have enough time to be able to allocate to it. Gotcha. Makes sense. So, you know, when businesses, is there a point where they need to start thinking about ads or is there a time where they need to just kind of hold off and continue to do organic um, up to a certain spot? Yeah, it was a good question. I, I mean, for, for me personally, if I'm starting a business, I want to see the business grow. Um, you know, some people just want like a certain amount of income and, you know, they're happy with that. Maybe it's a side project. But if someone's actually trying to scale the business and turn it into something, I, I mean, I would recommend starting from from scratch with ads right away. If, if, I, if I create a new um, product or, or service that I want to offer, I'm going to be testing it from day one. So that's, you know, you're building the website, you're going to put everything together. 
you're going to put out your offering and then you're going to build out some ads and see how those go. If they don't do well within the first couple of weeks, then you got to go back to the drawing board and figure out what's wrong and then, you know, start running ads again. So I personally think that it's something that should be started straight away from the beginning, depending on what type of business it is. Obviously, some some businesses may not do as well with advertising, um, but but yeah. Well, so with with that, like as so, you know, say a business is starting out doing some ads or they decided to jump in and start doing ads. What do you see right now, at least uh, converting well, as far as an ad goes? Is there a specific uh, layout structure of the ad? And and what does that kind of look like that gets maybe the best um, reviews or clicks through? <clears throat> yeah. Um, well, it depends on which type of ad. So for for like video ads, let's say on mm-hmm. Meta, uh, a lot of the stuff that works really well is is video content that looks like it could fit just normally within your friends' uh, feeds or people that you follow. Okay. So it's, you know, like an individual talking about the product or talking about their experience, walking them through what their experience was like, you know, um, and, and kind of like a general review video, like what you would see on TikTok or Instagram reels or something like that. Um, a lot of times that stuff works really well. Um, so I, I would recommend if you're going to, if you're going to create a video to do something along those lines, it doesn't have to be, you know, like a fully produced video. It could just be um, a, a video like that where it's an individual talking, like a user-generated content kind of video. <clears throat> um, as far as the text goes, so um, one thing I would recommend for people who are, you know might just be starting out would be to jump in and use something like ChatGPT or an AI program to uh, fill out some some copy for them, and you know uh, you could you could give it a prompt like write me some copy that will convert well uh, for an ad. And this is my product. This is what we offer. Um, here's the features and benefits of our product. Or you could even ask what are the features and benefits of the product that it thinks. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of times it can come up with that information. And that'd be a good starting point because, you know, in order to understand everything from a big picture, it might be difficult for somebody that's just starting out. But um, using a program like that, they can then fine tune it after so they can write it up and then put it in their own type of tone um, to have some some general type of structure to go with it. Yeah, and that's that's great because you know ChatGPT AI is becoming such a, a more prevalent tool to be able to use. You know, with that too, you mentioned you know the, making sure the copy fits on the on the product or service. But do you find? ads do better if they're not necessarily selling directly, but maybe leading people towards a lead magnet? Do those do better than the direct, hey, here's my thing, do you want it? Kind of like the free thing to lead into the funnel or the actual service itself? Yeah, that uh, that does well also, but it's just okay. a different type of mm-hmm. approach. Um, a lot of times we'll do that side by side. So there'll be some sort of lead magnet that goes with, um, you know, with the ads but it'll be going to like a different landing page or just be, um, you know, part of what, what their pop-up is on their website. And it's just, it happens through that with like an email, uh, trip sequence that happens after. So, um, you know, like having automation and all that set up, it's important if you're going to do a lead magnet. Yeah. Cause otherwise, if you're not following up with those emails that you're capturing, um, 
and you know just in case anybody doesn't understand what a lead magnet is it's like if you're giving a free guide right so yeah um to have on the website with a pop-up that's like you know uh learn how to manage your money better or learn learn how to um like for instance because we were talking about the hard money loan thing yeah um you know it, it could be about uh like navigating the navigating private lending and for for real estate investing or something like that or navigating funding for real estate investing um download it by putting in your email and then they get that in their email and then having a series of emails that go out after that walk them through uh that walk them through a series of calls to action to get them to book an appointment with you know with someone on the team so um so yeah i mean it definitely works well but it's just something that we usually do in tandem with with what we're doing so um but yeah it's it's worked well to generate emails and to to build out an email list for sure and now a lot of people who listen to the show or majority might have podcasts do you see ads directing people to listen to podcasts do well still as just like kind of a lead magnet or do you see less of those kind of ads out there um haven't really had much experience with that uh i've ran ads for a podcast in the past this was Mm -hmm. probably like six years ago or so but it was more of an entertainment podcast. Mm. It was a, an actress that um, that made this podcast about her her life growing up. It was like yeah. a it was like a, a series of um, podcasts going through that. So we had got we, like, we were able to send a lot of traffic in there. Then that was just through I think Facebook ads to uh, to like a landing page. But as far as like sending people into a podcast prior to getting them clients. Um, I imagine that it would work really well, yeah, to, to bring them in and they can listen to, um, you know, to target people based on what that podcast, particular podcast was about and then, you know, target their interests and all that. Maybe even show like clips of the podcast and then, and then link to it. Yeah. Because with Facebook meta, you can take an ad and can you retarget those who like took action on it? Is that possible? Yeah, you can, you can retarget people who took action. You could retarget people who've been to a certain website you can retarget people who visited i mean i'm sorry who who watched um more than a certain amount of your video so if you have video ads playing to a a large audience then you can retarget people who watched any of those videos over let's say 50 percent um so they would you know recognize your face or um recognize the brand and all that so then you can um hit them again and obviously get closer to bringing them down the funnel Gotcha. Gotcha. And with, with that on, on meta, that's within their business suite, right? You can do all that in the background of the business suite. Um, like which suite? What do you mean? Um, within meta to, to create the ads, is is it called their business suite or is it changed? Yeah. Yeah. I I think it might be called business suite now. Um, um, I think there's like one version that's, that they changed up to be called business suite. Or ads um, and now I guess change a yeah, lot. Yeah, Facebook changes stuff so much, and they have so many different names for things. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you can do that in the uh, Facebook because it used to be Facebook Business Manager. I think right, it might still be. I don't even know anymore. Yeah. Now it's Meta. Now it's Meta and everything else. So. Right. Okay. Uh, cool. Yeah, you can do all that in the back end there. So you just want to make sure you have your pixel set up properly, and then. Uh, so for what is a pixel for those who don't know? Yeah, a pixel. 
So that's setting up the code on your on your website that basically syncs all of the data with with uh, Meta, so that I can see what's happening on your website, and then give that back to uh, Meta to use for Facebook and Instagram ads. But that includes things like, um, you know, page views, ads to cart, uh, purchases, purchase value. Um, you know, th- those are the those are majority like lead, contact, submission. You can also make some custom ones too, like thank you, certain thank you pages and mm. and things like that. But for the most part, you just want to use all the basics, and uh, it's pretty easy to integrate into a website like Shopify or WordPress. Gotcha. I mean, this has been been a lot of good information. I think people probably like mine, the minds are just running with what you could do with ads now. You know, to kind of round things out, though. Um, I know you, you kind of said the, the three things you could do to get started. So obviously not doing those would be a mistake, but what mistakes, some big mistakes have you seen people make when they tried to run ads on their own? Yeah, I, th- I think the biggest mistake is not optimizing their website or not making sure that their website has the certain things that it needs. Um, I'll see it a lot of times with people that they'll think that their ads are doing decent and the website's like missing a phone number at the top when the phone number is the most important part they've got at the bottom of the site. Mm. No call to action. Or when you land on the website, there's no immediate understanding of what the business is even doing. They just have a picture and a logo and the text at the top. And it's like, okay, well, well like, what am I looking at? So when people click from an ad, you know, they're super confused. Um, I, I, I think that's probably the biggest issue because if you're bringing people into the website and, and you're doing the right targeting for the most part, which is usually a part that uh, people do know what they're doing, like they know the interests or they know what kind of searches people are going to be looking up for their type of business, but they don't usually know, um, you know how to present that on the website properly. Yeah. So some people do, but a lot of times, a lot of times people don't really have a good idea of how to lay that out. Yeah. Should, in your opinion, should a website be just one page or should you have like the, the menu to go to different pages or whatnot? For a new business, yeah, one page is fine. As long as you have different sections on there that go through, you know, the entire pitch basically. Mm-hmm. So you got, you know, all the information about the company, you've got all the call to, calls to action, um, what their services or products are, how the, how that works, um, you know, testimonials or case studies. Uh, you know, some social proof, maybe, maybe like five star, five star badges for Google and Yelp if it's a local business or the, the star ratings for the products, um, some kind of discount. So that way that you can capture their email and, uh, maybe a gallery or link to, uh, um, like the feed for their Instagram Mm. or social media accounts. And then if it's a, if it's, uh, uh, like a service-based business than having like a lead form on there, like the quote form. So when they click on any of the buttons that say, you know, <laughs> excuse me, get a quote or uh, get more info or something along those lines, um, or like get started, then it takes them down to that quote form and then they fill it out. And then, you know, the, the person gets the, the lead. Gotcha. So basically as long as they have all that information, uh, I'm not sure if I missed anything there, but th- that's a majority of what's necessary to have on that page. So long as you have all that on there and it's clean, uh, cleanly laid out and, you know, looks good and professional, then um, as long as you're doing good targeting, you should, and 
you know, the correct messaging in the ads, then you'll be able to, uh, to get some leads or to make some sales there. Nice. Awesome. Well, Michael, this has been awesome. Uh, again, a lot of great, uh, valuable information you've given everybody to, to kind of go out there and get started at least before, or if they're ready, you know, to get somebody's help, where can they connect with you to maybe get your help or just find out more about what you guys do? Yeah, yeah, of course. So, I mean, if, if anybody's looking for, you know, an additional eye to, to look at things or, um, looking for some feedback, anything like that, you know, feel free to reach out. Um, our website is pinksharkmarketing.com, pink, like the color shark, like the animal marketing.com. Um, you can reach out to us there, fill out a form or call us, um, you know, and we'd be happy to, to take a look and see where things are at. And, you know, that's, there's no obligation to reaching out or anything. You know, if anybody just wanted to, to kind of talk about it and see um, what that would look like, you know, I'd be more than happy to to jump on a quick call. Awesome. Well, yeah, if you guys are liking what you're hearing, you learned anything from Michael and you're interested in ads, definitely reach out, get connected with him um, and just see where it goes from there. But again, Michael, appreciate you today. And thanks so much for being on the Elevate Media Podcast. Yeah, of course. Thanks for having me, Chris. Thank you for listening to the Elevate Media Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. See you in the next episode.